and welcome back to Yay Basketball, the basketball game show. Monday, July 4th, 2022, recording live from the Yay studio. I am your host and producer, Michael Padilla. Along with me today, I have Justin Moore. Well, how we doing? And our new number two guy, Bob Aldrich. (laughs) What's going on? Uh, not number two, like a ranking. Just you're in the second seat. That's <laughs> uh, so as you guys know, Kyle has departed and made his move to a uh, greener pastures, and we are happy for him. And with that, Bob Aldrich will be our uh, new permanent host of Yay Basketball. We're so excited to have you along for the ride, buddy. Thank you for agreeing to do this with us. Uh, we got big things ahead of us. As always, be sure you follow us at yay underscore basketball on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Add me on the groove. Last week, we played What Did He Say, Speed Takes, and surprised Kyle with a farewell Guess That Player, which was his first Guess That Player in over two years. Uh, it was a ton of fun, so be sure to check that one out if you have not already. Okay, another great episode to get to, so we'll start with everyone's favorite game. What did he say? Hey. Oh. That's right, it's What Did He Say? The rules for this game are very simple. I will play an audio clip of an NBA personality, player, coach, or analyst. It will be your job, Justin and Bob, to work as a team to guess who or what that person is talking about. Each correct guess is worth 100 points. In the event of an incorrect guess, I receive the 100 points, which we will gamble away later in the show in props to you. Three clips today. Are you ready to get started? Lego. Lego. Who is Stephen A. Smith talking about in this clip? That's my man. He's the one that brought me on first take. I'm always had some love for him, but that don't mean I agree with everything that he says. And so when a player claps back at him the way Russell Westbrook did the other day or whatever, or Draymond did or others have done, you got to handle that. Who is Stephen A. Smith talking about, Bob? I almost diverted this one to Justin because I think we both know it. Um, it's, you know, uh, Skip Bayless. You know, he's always kind of in the crossfires. He's the one that, yeah, brought Stephen A. in kind of in the beginning with first take. I remember yeah. that. So a true trailblazer. Uh, I think we kind of forget that these argumentative shows didn't exist before Stephen A. and uh, Skip Bayless. Really, Skip Bayless kind of started the whole kind of basically just give your opinion, let's go situation. So yeah, I think it's definitely uh, Skip Bayless from that whole live they did with the old man and the three, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Locking in Skip. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's see. You know, as I've told Skip on several occasions, you know, and Skip ain't scared to eat it, you know. Skip is not scared to eat it. You are right. Uh, That is correct. It was Skip Bayless. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Stephen A. is talking about his former first take co-star Skip Bayless after Draymond Green had some fairly pointed comments toward him last week Mm -hmm. on his uh, podcast, The Draymond Green Show in which he uh, claimed that uh, Skip is only as popular as he is because he's attached himself to, quote, uh, a successful black man in LeBron James, uh, which I agree with. I can't stand Skip Bayless. Uh, If he fell off the face of the earth, I think it would be good for humanity. I despise everything he does, everything he says, everything about him. At least the personality that he presents. I don't know him personally, but that is the image he's chosen to take, and that is who I despise, so... Uh, good job. 100 points to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, he can be a, the, the godfather of whatever the hell he wants. I despise that guy. Anyways, uh, on to question two now. Hey, who is speaking in this clip? You got Kobe. You got Lamar Odom. You got... Uh, 
Pal Gasol, Bynum. Andrew Bynum, Derrick Fisher, Trevor, knocking down all the threes he was not missing. Mm. It was just like it was their time. Like our time had expired. Like we got to a certain point where it's just their time. Yeah. Like it ain't nothing I could do. Like we done did everything we could, but it was just their time. Who is speaking in that clip there, Justin? I'm going to be honest. I have no idea. But when he said, you know, we did everything we could do, it sounded like back when Lou Williams was like, you know, we tried. We tried to defend him. It's Kevin Durant. Um, I would assume maybe it's that um, that somebody from the 09 Celtics team. They I went ca- back to back and they lost. And then, uh, yeah, but who? I, it's not like Glenn Davis, I don't think. But it could be, but I don't think so. That's a good guess with Big Baby. Um it, Context clues, of course, you can kind of pick mm-hmm. up that they are talking about that Lakers team, and it's obviously about someone who lost that Lakers team. Yeah. So not only could it have been the Celtics, but I also think like Western Conference Finals. I think the Spurs. Yeah. So it could be someone from that team. For sure. Um, now, the only only reason I think I, said I think it's the Celtics is they just won. Right in my head, Yeah. Celtics just win, and then they go back-to-back, back, going back to the finals. Can we hear it again, please? Yes, you may. You got Kobe, you got Lamar Odom, you got uh, Pal Gasol, Bynum. Andrew Bynum, Derrick Fisher, Trevor, knocking down all the threes he was not missing. Mm. It was just like it was their time. Like, our time had expired. Like, we got to a certain point where it's just their time. Yeah. Like, it ain't nothing I could do. Like, we done did everything we could, but it was just their time. What do you think? Because that's, that's not – Kevin Garnett's voice. No, no, I thought that too, but yeah, a little more big baby esque. Or hey, Nate Rob was also on that team. Wild card thrown in there. A wild card for Nate Robinson. I don't know who's talking to Nate Robinson about basketball anymore after that boxing knockout, but <laughs> um, I don't think he spoke since then. But uh, I think you're right. I I don't have a better answer than than Baby Davis to be honest with you. Um, and so I'm I'm willing to roll the dice if you are, Bob. I am. All right. Rolling Let's roll the, the dice on Baby Davis. Rolling the dice on Big Baby. Let's see. Today, we bring one of the most dominant forces the NBA Domination. has ever, ever, ever Superhero. Seen. You hear me? Action figure status yep. in the building. Three-time defensive player of the year. Yes. World champion. Yes. Straight out of high school representative. <laughs> you know that, you know don't you? that, don't you? We got the big fella, Dwight Howard. Nope. No, it was Dwight Howard. Uh, Is he the biggest shoulders in world history? That they spent. So this was on the Knuckleheads podcast, which was two hours and also heavily edited. Mm. I respect the to the uh, podcast producers over there at the Knuckleheads podcast, uh, the Players Tribune. They edited that thing down to two hours and like five minutes or something. And I could tell just based on the cuts that they were in that that episode that it must have been a three and a half hour conversation. And they spent a solid half hour talking about Dwight Howard in the gym and his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like they open on that and then they just go for half an hour. I mean, as a physical specimen, it's him and LeBron. Like you look at the two yeah. from from high school, you go, that's a you're ready. Like, yeah. Your body, you're ready to go. Him and who sh- who Jermaine O'Neal. He who shall, shall not, not be, be named, named from the Jazz. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, you're right. The he has shoulders that are built like my head. Like, it looks like two of my heads on the sides of his arms. Crazy. Correct. All right. Well, I'll take those 100 points. Thank you so much. All right. On to question three now. Who is Chris Broussard talking about in this clip? They would be great on paper. I'm not convinced that it will work. How will he feel two weeks into the season, two months into the season, 
Who knows? I mean, really. Mm, not a lot of context, but not uh, a lot of context. who is Chris Broussard talking about, Bob? Uh, I'm kind of picking up what he's putting down a little bit. I think he's talking about the T-Wolves. The T-Wolves? I, I think on paper what he's looking at is exactly that trade that just happened. It's having the two big guys underneath. You just signed, you know, Cat to this massive extension for another four years or maybe five. I think it was four years. Right. Five. five. Thank you. Full on facts. And um, <laughs> full on max. Sorry. Full on max. Full on max. <laughs> And I yep. think he's just more so talking about that. He also likes to talk about the Nets quite a bit. Yeah. Which, first thing I thought it was always talking about the Nets, because Chris Broussard literally loves the Nets. But <laughs> Yeah. Um, I hear you. The only qualm I have uh, with that trade is they bring in Gobert, and Gobert's not known for being like, I don't want to play. Right? He's known for shutting down the entire league. <laughs> uh, obviously, the best lockdown defender the league's <laughs> ever seen in that regard. But... Um, I could say all the hullabaloo about where is Kevin Durant going to go? Where What are they going to do with Kyrie Irving? What are they going to do? Because they can't bring in certain players because of the contracts, which I don't understand that at all, but we could talk about it later. Um, so I would think he's more so, given that he loves the Nets so much and that his co-host loves the Lakers a lot, that he's talking about potentially the Kyrie Irving trade and how that would look, given that is Kyrie going to want to play two weeks into the season? Is he oh. going to want to play two months into the season? Yeah. So on paper, Kyrie that and Lakers Evan, team. AD and LeBron would look amazing. Yeah. But is Kev, is Kyrie going to want to play? Obviously. You know what I mean? Sure. That would be my kind of guess. Uh, can I hear it again? Sure. Yeah? They would be great on paper. I'm not convinced that it will work. How will he feel two weeks into the season, two months into the season? Who knows? I mean, really. What do you think? I think he's spot on. Actually, I think because it was more, it was the way he said it was more hypothetical. It was yeah. If we were to see this, yeah, sort of if it were on paper, yeah. So I completely agree. I think it, they are talking mm -hmm. about the Lakers and the potential of Kyrie Irving. So Kyrie Irving, yeah, and let's Lakers, lock it in. All right, let's see. I'm not convinced that it will work because I still think Kyrie will be a wild card. Yep. That is correct. Yeah, good job. Nice. Justin, you were spot on. Yeah, he's talking about Kyrie and KD playing in LA and how he believes uh, Kyrie is still a wild card. The idea was, obviously, this was on um, First Things First on Fox Sports 1, where they were talking about uh, the Lakers potentially putting together a package for Kyrie and Kevin Durant, which, of course, would have to include Anthony Davis and Westbrook at the same time, probably along with other pieces and picks if they have anything. Uh, and the conversation was hinged around if Kyrie and KD should team up elsewhere because, according to reports, they wanted to play together, uh, just not in Brooklyn. So uh, we're going to get to that in just a second, yeah. actually. But that wraps up. What did he say? What did he say? Hey. Oh. Bang. Bang. Such a great call. Bang! Bang. He's the best call. in the game. Yeah, you're right. All right, everybody. Well, it is uh, officially uh, free agency season, so we are going to get to our new free agency speed takes. All right, I'll give you guys a prompt, and you uh, just kind of quickly discuss, and we will get these opinions popping, put them on wax. Just as all eyes were turning towards the NBA's free agency window opening, Kevin Durant decided to drop a thermonuclear warhead, which sent shockwaves across the league by requesting a trade out of Brooklyn less than 48 hours after his partner in crime, Kyrie Irving, opted into his $37 million player option. What do you make of this entire situation, and what is your prediction for these two, Justin? Well, A, I think this is kind of why we all love the NBA. 
It never stops. Yeah. Something crazy can always happen because these stars are so impactful and they mean so much to any franchise they go to. Um, now, I would love for both of them to go to the Lakers. I think that would be highly entertaining. I also think they become obviously title favorites. But what I really see happening is they split up. I see the trade happening for Kyrie going to the Lakers. I know other teams have been reported, but I think that's just kind of almost a done deal. Certain things kind of come up and they just are what they are. Kevin Durant, though, I honestly have no idea. He could go anywhere. I've seen reported trades for him going to Utah. I've seen, obviously, the Phoenix and obviously the Miami stuff, but, like, any team wants him. It's just who is going to give them the best option to go back with. And with all these weird contract stipulations, how Bam and Ben Simmons can't be on the same team or whatever it is, I don't know how all those work, but they'll figure it out. Bob? Um, I also believe that Kyrie and Kevin will play together. Yep. I think they're going to split them up. I could see Kyrie heading to the Lakers fine, but they're going to have to give up whatever they have left to get him. And yep. it's going to be brutal. And it might actually blow up the Lakers in doing so. Good. The same thing that Kyrie is known to do, mm. blow up teams. The Kevin thing, I'm very interested to see where he goes. Utah obviously would be interesting. Um I think Golden State's also kind of on the back burner. A lot of people don't realize that if we trade a lot of those younger pieces and we tell Brooklyn, hey, you're getting, you know, Wiseman, Kaminga, Moody, you know, those three, something like mm. that. Like, that's literally the young core in the future. <laughs> that is the one name you didn't want to say. There's two names that, that are in that package uh, that you don't want to mention. Uh, no, just those three. Um, theoretic. No, Jordan Poole, obviously, is probably going to stick around, too. But that could be the catalyst. Yeah. And if that means Kevin Durant goes back to the Warriors... That's a guaranteed championship over the next two years. At least one of those two would go to Golden State. I hear what you're saying, but I would disagree to a, de- to a, to a degree uh, because if they give up all the pieces, they would have to. The Warriors would have to, which the Warriors have the best package in the league for Kevin Durant. They can offer up more yep. than anybody else can. And, and just initial reactions, it was, oh, it was Heat, it was Suns, it was... But they were going to have to give up guys that are pretty locked in, like Devin Booker, Bam Adebayo, two franchise players. The Warriors can give four or five great, young, talented players. And I hate to say it, but if it comes, if push comes to shove, they will part with Jordan Poole for Kevin Durant. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. I think the, the, the package ends up being Wiggins, mm. uh, Kaminga, Wiseman, and then a couple picks probably for yeah. KD. And but the reason I disagree with you that it's a couple championships locked in would be because Giannis they would have to that, but also they would they would have to uh, part with so many of their supporting players that the Warriors of seventeen and eighteen had. Yeah. Whereas of obviously the death lineup and all that, but they would lose so much supporting staff that I think it wouldn't be guaranteed as it was in 17 and 18. Um, I don't know what the hell to make of this. I think Kyrie to the Lakers, and honestly, I think they'll. I think they do. I think they do pull the trigger, and I think the Warriors get Kevin Durant, and that's absolutely insane to me. But oh well. well I, guess. I hear you. I think, but I think Kyrie, LeBron, and AD beat the Warriors in the Western Conference. Uh, I don't know. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Just as the dust was settling on the opening of free agency, Minnesota channeled their best Justin Moore and decided they'd like to play double bigs by trading for Jazz big man Rudy Gobert. In return, the Jazz received Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Walker Kessler, Jared Vanderbilt, Leandro Bolmaro, and four future first round picks. Did the Wolves overpay for Gobert? And how do you think he will fit along Carl Anthony Towns, Bob? I think they may have overpaid a touch. 
but I think it fits. I think it makes a lot of sense for Gobert and Cat to be on the same team. I believe Ant is there to kind of help bring everyone together and be better. He's kind of the glue in all of that. Mm. Losing Pat Bev was okay for them. Yeah, They can lose that. What they're gaining is a defensive player of the year, someone who's a fantastic interior uh, rim protector. I think it's the right call. You can let everyone else do their thing, and Gobert can just sit there, and they can make the playoffs and make a run. Okay, Bob, Justin? No. Yep. Um, I don't think they really overpaid because Gobert, honestly, is a walking, like, like top 10 defense in the league by himself. He has shown that to be pretty much the case when he just shows up. The only reason I don't think they overpaid is because they kept every other piece they need around him, right? They kept all they didn't have was rim protection last year. That's all they didn't have because Carlton Towns doesn't want to play down low. He wants to play on the perimeter. Let him do that. That's fine. Do his own thing. He's also a three-point champion, so why wouldn't you let him play on the perimeter? So for me, I think they're going to be scary, to be quite honest with you. I'd like to see them keep Pat Bev just for the emotion side, but oh, no, you give up Patrick Beverly and you got Rudy Gobert. Yeah, well, we in Minnesota now. (laughs) (laughs) I need to pull that for the show. Uh, Yeah, he's a top 10 defense in the league in the regular season. And when it comes to the postseason, he consistently gets exposed, especially in the Western Conference where he stayed, which has all of the best perimeter players in the league. The Warriors, if this Kyrie trade happens, I mean, Lillard, Luka, uh, the Pelicans are going to be dangerous on the perimeter. There's so many names that the Minnesota turned to Ja Morant, Desmond Bain. There's so many names that we could just rattle off on the perimeter that that uh, Gobert continuously gets exposed by. I cannot wait for the Jazz and and the Wolves to play because I I think it's going to be blockbuster between him and Ant, meaning Donovan Mitchell. Sorry, uh, I hope Donnie goes for. 48 points and gets a win and dunks on Rudy Gobert's head. Uh, I've always preferred Donovan Mitchell. I think he has the potential to be a you know a, a top 10, 15 player in the league, although he's never really hit that. Maybe at one point. Um, I think they overpaid. Uh, four first-round picks is crazy to me. Nuts. That's the thing that really uh, bothers me. I think the big thing about it is when you're Minnesota, you're not going to get a free agent. So overpaying for them is different than overpaying for somebody. Like, So Miami Heat, if they give up four first-round picks for somebody, that's insane to me because you're Miami. You're a destination, whereas you have to kind of pay more. So your scale of overpaying is different if you're Minnesota because you're not going to get Kevin Durant to come as a free agent to sign with you. Like, that's not going to happen. I'm, I'm, I hear you. It makes sense. But also, I think after their... Uh, first round battle with the uh, the Grizzlies last year, mm-hmm. they become a more enticing. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's not mm-hmm. going to be it's not going to be a Miami or an LA or a New York, but it is a situation like Milwaukee. No one thought Milwaukee would ever be a free agent destination. Now people are flocking to play with Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday in the same way that people were flocking to Cleveland to play with LeBron James and whoever the hell he had. He had to go to Miami. Right, but so you get what I'm saying. Didn't want to go to Cleveland. People, That's my thing. People like, want to play with him, and now people will want to play with Ant. People will want to play with Cat. I don't know that necessarily Gobert moves the needle that much. And now they've got no money. They no got money. nothing. None. And that's for the next five years. They don't have anything because Rudy Gobert's on a four-year contract. They extended Ant, and they just gave Carl Anthony Towns the biggest contract Huge. in Wolves history. If yeah. they keep D'Lo, they have arguably the best. 
four players as far as like a four compilation in the league, though. Mm, Warriors. They just want a title. <laughs> All right. We'll see what happens there. Uh, but I do agree with you that Cat, Cat will... It's going to free Cat up to be a better player that he doesn't have yeah. to be down low. Because he doesn't want to. Yeah, he wants to be a point guard. All right. As many big moves as we've already seen this offseason, there have been a number of signings that have flown under the radar that uh, that may pay dividends for teams come playoff time, like P.J. Tucker to the Sixers, DeAndre Jordan to the Nuggets, John Wall to the Clippers, and JaVale to the Mavs. Which of those moves moves the needle most in your mind, Justin? So... I think DeAndre Jordan does nothing to move the needle. I think we don't know what we're going to get out of John Wall, right? We haven't seen him play for so long. We don't know what the Clippers are going to be. They've been so injured. Who knows? So it's between P.J. Tucker and championship ringer JaVale McGee to the Mavericks. Uh, I think the actual answer is P.J. Tucker, but the fun answer to me is the Mavericks, uh, to be quite honest with you. Good recognizing um, that. Yeah, like, McGee, it's just going to be fun. All they really needed was a rim protector. I think the elevation of Luka, given also they just had that big trade from, remind me the player's name, please. Christian, Christian Wood, Wood, thank you. So I think the Mavericks are a more scary team overall because the Sixers have so many more questions, but I think P.J. does more for your team in general. Bob? Um, I only disagree on the DeAndre Jordan thing. I think oh. Jokic needs that other big man down there. We saw what Boogie did, but Boogie could have done more, and I think DeAndre can do that. I don't think necessarily JaVale McGee is in his youth anymore. He <laughs> doesn't have that championship kind of mentality. Well, I think it's a fun answer. I really don't think he's going to do jack shit for the Mavs. Like, in all reality, John Wall, the Clippers is a lot of fun. But DeAndre Jordan, the Nuggets, I think, will do what everyone thought Boogie was going to do in complimenting Jokic. And DJ, yeah, DJ could absolutely uh, handle that. So I agree with that a, a lot of what you said there, Bob, that uh, DeAndre Jordan is going to provide some of the things that Jokic doesn't. As incredible as Jokic is as an offensive player, he has had his defensive deficiencies, although he did see an improvement in his second MVP season last year. Overall, he's still not, he's not Embiid when it comes yeah. to, you know, he's not Embiid, he's not Gobert, he's not Bam, he's not these guys down low that are defensive rim protectors, all that. Uh, so DeAndre, not DeAndre Jordan is necessarily that, <laughs> but if anything else, he's, if nothing else, he's a, he's at least just a, a big body who can, who can take up some of those moment, uh, minutes. I'm going with John Wall of the Clippers, and I'll tell you why. Justin, the other night we were on TikTok Live. Follow us at yay underscore basketball on TikTok. If you're not following us, follow, if you follow us, you got to be sure to follow us. We go to live all the time. Uh, and someone asked us, what do you think of John Wall of the Clippers? I said, uh, you know, whatever. And then you said, I don't even know if he's going to start for them. Yep. And that is scarier to me. If John Wall is coming off the bench... Instead of being your starting point guard, you keep it with Reggie, Reggie Jackson, you assume PG and Kawhi are healthy, and you're bringing John Wall off the bench and you're mixing minutes with John Wall, Chris Paul, Kawhi, or sorry, John Wall, Paul George, Kawhi, those kind of trio in the off minutes where they're not all on the court together, and then you're probably finishing games with John Wall. That is very scary to me. I hear you. If he is, I don't know, 60% of what he used to be, that's still... A great sixth man in the league. That's sixth oh. man of the year potential. Yeah. Uh, even if he's half of what he used to be. So we'll see still there. Still battling for third or fourth in the Pacific Division. It's still always going to be. Oh yeah, but in terms State. of of which one Phoenix. of those moves the needle the most to me, that that is that's the one for me. Because PJ PJ to the Sixers will be big, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's doing anything with Giannis. If KD stays in the Eastern Conference, I, that was two years ago now, dog. How old is P.J. Tucker? You know, yeah. I, he's running out of gas, I think. P.J. Tucker's a good acquisition for Philly, but it's not 
what they needed yet. And also, who knows what's still to come because the Sixers are up in the air with negotiating Harden and all that. Okay, Uh, last one here. Although it is still early in the offseason, several teams have made themselves heard by bolstering their rosters with talent. Justin, so far, what team is winning the offseason? I think if you go so far, right? So far. So, obviously, moves to be made. So far, I think the Wolves did. The Wolves have made the biggest splash. They've made the biggest acquisition. They've jumped their team to be better than any other team has jumped their team currently. Obviously, we've got big moves to be had still, so we'll see. My go-to are the Celtics. Okay, getting Brogdon in there is insane. Brogdon is a big deal, yeah. And the fact that even a couple weeks ago, actually a week ago, Marcus Smart says, oh, we don't need a a point guard. We don't need someone else in that position. What do they do? They get a point guard. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what you were just saying about John Wall coming off the bench. What if you have Marcus Smart coming off the bench for you, and that's your sixth man of the year, and what he could bring to that side? Yeah. I think it's kind of what the C's were missing. They need that extra one or two players on the bench. Honestly, just one. They were that close to the championship. They need just that one more player to really maybe make themselves more competitive or win the whole thing. So I want to go with the Celtics. That's a that's a you're right. The fact that they they did get a young, uh, hungry, great defensive guy again. They are so good on defense. The Brogdon acquisition is big for me. I'm actually going uh, with not a big, crazy, flashy name. I'm going with the Bulls. They they keep Zach Levine. They re-sign Derek Jones Jr. They sign Andre Drummond. Who yep. they needed rebounding oh, bad because yeah. oh, yeah. Vooch was not doing it well, uh, very well for them last season, and then they bring in Goran Dragic. Oh yeah. So who really knows about the Lonzo situation? He's been predicted to come back for the last eight months. It feels like, uh, but I assume he'll be their starter. You're bringing Goran Dragic off the bench with Andre Drummond, two veterans in the league that have been around for a while that can just play their role, and you integrate that back into what the Bulls had early in the season prior to injuries, prior to COVID, all that with Caruso, with Levine, with DeRozan, with Vooch, with Lonzo, all that. They've got guys that I feel like could piece together. Uh, a conference finals run. I'm not predicting that. I'm just saying, best case scenario, I mm-hmm. think they could hit the ECF and and uh, with these guys that they've got uh, already with them. And I wouldn't really be stunned by that. I bet we come back to this clip come playoff time, honestly. Oh, hey, I'll bookmark it right now. If they- <laughs> That's, that team is very, very good. And I was wondering where the Dragon was going to go. Yeah. Fingers crossed, you know, obviously he would just help the Warriors out. But it's like the fact that he ended up with the Bulls was huge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really do think that uh, the Bulls have, they haven't made a big flashy move, but they paid their guy that they needed to, Zach Levine. They didn't lose him. And then they added veteran talent and re signed a young dude, Derek Jones Jr., who could have gotten paid elsewhere, but instead decided to stay with the Bulls. So, all right, guys. Well, that was uh, Speed Takes. We are on to our game of the week, which will be actually this time. I know we teased you last, last week with the <laughs> rapid fire trivia. We actually have rapid fire trivia. Get out of here, busy. <laughs> Y'all get. All righty, guys. Rapid fire trivia. Very straightforward game here. I will. Uh, uh, you'll have sixty seconds to correctly answer as many random NBA trivia questions as you can in a rapid fire fashion. Uh, you will each get one attempt. Each correct uh, answer is worth one hundred points. Ooh, that's a lot of points. <laughs> 
thinking about how I structured these questions now, and I'm second-guessing myself, but uh, we'll be just fine. Okay, uh, let's see here if I can get uh, 60 seconds. All right, uh, gentlemen, think of a number between 1 and 1,000. Okay, what do you got, Bob? 499. Mm. Oh, you obviously don't know how this game works. I'm choosing 987. Okay, it was 90. Uh, Bob, you went. Would you like to go first or defer? I don't know how this game works. Um, We'll let... (laughs) Justin, go first. Ooh, okay. Justin right. going first. 60, 60-ish seconds on the clock. Are you ready to begin? I'm ready for it. Here we go. Who was the third... Sorry, who was the second leading scorer in the NBA Finals this year? Oh, it was um, uh, Jason Tatum. Nope. Jalen Brown. Yep. Who is third in all-time points per game? No. Luka Doncic. Nope. Elgin Baylor. Oh. How many points did Jalen Brown average in the Finals? 24. Nope. 23 and a half. <laughs> Who is third all-time in rebounds per game? Wilt Chamberlain. Nope. Bob Pettit. How many points did Jalen Brown average in the regular season? 22 and a half. Nope. 23.6. <laughs> Who is first in most playoff games played? LeBron James. How much was Jalen Brunson's four-year contract with the Knicks worth? Uh, $105 million. Nope. $104 million. Oh, Who is first no. all-time in most playoff points scored? Uh, LeBron James. How many years has Jalen Brunson played in the league? Three. Nope. Four. Oh. Who is third in all-time playoff assists? Third in all-time playoff. You know what? Let's go with it. LeBron James. Nope. John Stockton. <laughs> How tall is Jalen Brunson? He is six. He's six three. Nope. No. Six one. Oh. So you got two. one? I got two. Two. Both LeBron James answers. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good job. Okay, Bob, are you ready to get rocking? Let's do it. 60-ish seconds on the clock. Begin. Who is the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers? Um, I don't know. Alvin Gentry. Nope. <laughs> Darvin Ham. How many times have the Lakers ever missed the playoffs? 13. Nope. 12. Oh. Who is the head coach of the Sacramento Kings? Um, That is now Mike Brown. How many times have the Kings made the playoffs? Twice. Nope. Jesus. 27 times. <laughs> Who is the head coach of the Hornets? Alvin Gentry. Nope. Steve Clifford. How many head coaches have the Hornets had in the last 20 years? Head coach of the Hornets? Yes. Uh, that would be 13. Nope. Seven. Who was drafted third overall in this year's NBA draft? Uh, is that Chet? Nope. Jabari Smith. Uh, Who owns the record for most assists recorded in a single game? Uh, Pistol Pete Maravich. Nope. Scott Skiles. How tall is Chet Holmgren? Uh, that boy, man, he's 6'11". Nope. Seven foot. Oh, no. <laughs> what player is the all-time leader in games won? Probably Bill Russell. Nope. Kareem. One last one. What big name free agent will the Washington Wizards sign? I mean, they just, they, they kept Bradley Beal. Uh, nope. The answer is nobody. Nobody. <laughs> They're not going to sign anybody. <laughs> they won't do it. <laughs> We're standing pat. We're champions. Yeah, for sure, champs. Uh, hey, who knows? They get a healthy KP and a healthy Bradley Beal. Maybe like a run. Some. Yeah, for sure. A run. I mean, like not like a, a run at the play in. Yeah. 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 They're in. They're We're in the, the play playoffs in. next year. Okay. Yeah. We're doing this again next year. Yeah. Heard. Got it. Sounds They're good. They're my favorite team. Okay. We'll do this every year. Get a jersey. Until we stop doing this. Get a hat. Get a jersey. Get a t-shirt. Get a tattoo. Get a tattoo. Get a wizard's tattoo. I'll get a wizard's tattoo if you get a LeBron James tattoo. I would I've already been planning on that. On your face? No what? (laughs) Bet your car. Up the stage. Bet my car. All right, everybody. That was Rapid Fire Trivia.
all very fun game. Good job. Hey, Kai, uh, Justin. Oh. Hey, uh, Justin, what are the uh, point standings for today? For today, being the new month even, uh, Michael, last place, 100 points. Uh, Bob, second place, 300 points. And me, last month's champion... Has 400 points. Well, now you're probably wondering what we're going to do with all those points. And to you, I say we gamble them away in props to you. Another exciting episode of props to you. Uh, last month, like I said, I, I won. Michael and Kyle both bet it all on a WNBA games last week. Uh, it's kind of, we didn't we know had what was going to happen. We yeah. had to. So, um, But right now, like I said, I'm in first place with 400 points. I'm going to take the Sixers over the Grizzlies. In the summer league, I've got Bob in uh, second with 300 points. He's taking the Grizzlies over the Sixers. Mm, little head-to-head battle. Little head-to-head battle. I'm going to let you know ahead of time, Bob, that I'm going to put 200 points on the Sixers to beat the Grizzlies. How many points would you like to put against me? I will put down also 200. Also 200 points. I like it. Now, Michael's uh, out on his own over there. The Thunder over the Jazz, Michael. I almost choked to death. Um, you've got the big 100 points. What are you going to do with them? Uh, bet them all. Bet them all. Wow. Got it. Big guy, man. High risk, high reward-ish. Uh, here we are. That's what it is. So, so just refresh my memory. You won the week. You won the month last time. Yes. Kyle got second. I got last. Uh, you, you, I guess you both had zero. So. Oh, we both had zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was just unsure exactly what the standings were. Wanted to, maybe Kyle got a win in his last uh, last month with us. Uh, oh, okay. No. <laughs> no, he did not. He did not. <laughs> well, we, we tried, though. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. As always, uh, just be sure to follow us at yay underscore basketball on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Add me on the group. Uh, just a reminder, we are recording live from the yay studio. Do it live. I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Bob, welcome to being a permanent uh, seat Onye basketball, how are you feeling? I feel great, and thank you guys. Seriously, this is a lot of fun, and hang out with you guys, you know, at least once a week. Talk ball. Talk ball. Nothing else? Yeah, yeah. just a little bit of everything. So. What do you have for the people? Um, you know, just uh, everyone stay safe out there. It's 4th of July, yeah. so uh, happy America Day. Everybody keep their fingers. Yeah, don't blow anything up. Unless it's EA basketball TikTok, then blow that shit up, dude. Let's be there honest. it is. Come through. There Justin, what do you have for the people? Uh, uh, you know, here we are, guys. Uh, off season <laughs> and uh, having a good time. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you, Bob, for agreeing to do this with us. Uh, it's a good time. It's a great time. We have a lot of exciting stuff coming to you guys. We're hitting 140,000 followers right now. Uh, that should be any second. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. Share it with a friend. And don't forget, yay basketball. <laughs>